Back again. Lawyer talk off the record. Back here again. Podcast headquarters. Yeah. 511 South High Street, Columbus, Ohio, 43215. We're here on another Saturday. What'd you do last night? Fun Friday night? You know what I did last night? I went to uh, TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. I like TJ Maxx. Did a little shopping with the wife. You can find good stuff there pretty cheap. You know, I I don't I don't party anymore. Maybe it's sort of relevant to DUI. I, I did. I tell you what, I didn't do. I didn't worry about driving home. What, drunk. what are you talking about partying? We're, we're just you're, you're, you're drinking. I don't drink anymore. Yeah. And that means that one on Friday night, I really don't have any pressure about having to do something fun. Isn't that nice? Like going out and going finding a bar, drinking, watching the game. There was hockey yeah. last night. There was different things. Um, and I found enjoyment in things like TJ Maxx. Now this yeah. is bit, like all the younger folk out there saying this guy's a boring SOB. And you know what? You may be right, but I have learned to find enjoyment in the oddest of places in life and just putzing around TJ Maxx, just Relaxing sort of on a Friday, just, just looking at all the stuff that is there for sale yeah. and pondering the marketing behind it. And if it finds itself in TJ Maxx, it's probably either didn't sell or it was yeah. a blem of some sort or, you know, who knows, maybe return. I'd go crazy in that up. place. Cause it's, you can get, you know, you can get a, a tie, you can get some uh, nude pair of tennis shoes, right. you can get some olive oil, nail clippers. I saw those last <laughs> night. I saw hair clippers next to the hair clippers. I actually bought something next to the hair clippers was a little charging station for my phone. I was like, where else can you find? Hair clippers yeah. and phone chargers on the same shelf. Yeah, I was there a couple we- weeks ago, and I had bought beard oil. Beard oil, like they right. had beard oil. And you get the little gift packs, right? You can see probably yeah, the leftover right. stuff, and you get like right. beard oil gift packs or socks. I bought socks, so I bought there three things. I bought a little tower that has that plugs in because I, I got new. I got bedroom furniture now for the first time in my adult life. I have matching bedroom furniture, so I want things to look good. <laughs> I was tired of all the wires. The things look good. I bought this little. A one. Oh, two. Dude, right. Stop thinking that. That was last week's episode. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, I got this charging station. That's this tower that plugs in and it has different amps for what you want. And you can plug in your USB to that. So it's not a plug USB. And then in theory, I have a more organized looking good nightstand. So I bought that. I also bought another USB mini usb deal is it for like your what well, you, you have a samsung i have i have the droid phone so it's got it's not the old-fashioned mini usb it's the new one. it's like a type s or type b i mm. forget what it's called but another usb bought a cable and i bought a package of black nike footy socks for black nike nike is, is nike, nike i don't is know how nike with the uh, they look like these except they're black gotcha i was gonna say is nike what the kids are saying everybody i'm showing jeff my sock yeah um, I don't like the, if I do those, see, I, I'm going to show you my socks too. I like the, well, these are our, our, these are pretty similar to yours. I like the ones. See, here's the thing. Here was the cool thing. And, and I still like, I, I, I remember it going into my adult life in high school when I played basketball, I didn't want my socks to show, but I had to wear socks. See, so I you missed the seventies and yeah, the eighties. Right? Socks, up, socks up to your knees with so the I big had stripes. These footies, but the, the the key to the footie to me to have the style 
was you didn't want to have any part of the sock. No to part shit. of it. No, I don't have I mean, any style anymore. My wife's just like, what are you going out in? It's lost on the me now. Form has to meet function. Yeah. Style is about comfort for me. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I like cotton socks or at least a mostly cotton blend. I yeah. don't like the, you know, sort of the, the wicking or I don't even know what they are. They're real thin. My feet get hot and sweaty. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't even think about that. It's socks like are socks. No, no, no. I'm a sock. My guy. wife hooks me up with like stylish socks. She be like, get these. So I just do what I'm, what I'm told. But I have seen these new sweatpants that look like jeans. You seen this? Yes, I have seen them. I mean, they look a lot like you're wearing jeans and they're sweatpants. So I might have to get my hands on some. We're of those. going back to like the leisure suit days. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was, I was down, um, when I was still courting my wife, I show up and I was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go, uh, this weekend we're going clay shooting. We're going to shoot sporting clays. That's and she, she was cool. What all women want to do, right? That's what she was thinking, man, that's hot. <laughs> yeah. That's hot. And you yeah. know what's even hotter? So you could take her to a winery. You could, you know, take her shopping. You could uh, do a romantic <laughs> dinner over with steak. And it's like, you know what, honey? We're going to go clay shoot. We're going to go like, shoot clay. clay and we're not just the two of us. You're going with some of my buddies, too. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so I take my buddy, a good friend of mine. He was my, he has been my realtor for a number of years and his son. So we're, we're going clay shooting. I think Glenn might have been there too. Now, has she had she shot a gun prior to this? Yeah, she, she's so she's a shooter. Yeah, not necessarily a shotgun shooter, but she's a shooter. <laughs> okay, like she like she she, she would go shoot. Yeah, she's I know been, my brain went somewhere else. She's but. been <laughs> talking about my wife. <laughs> I know. She she's uh, been trained with handguns and etc. Yeah, she likes that yeah. uh, that Springfield XD. All right, so she's got. The smaller guns, but shotguns, she doesn't have a lot of experience. Uh, with. Not, not really. So I gave her okay. a twenty gauge, okay. and it was not even a. I now here's a secret to everybody out there. I have short arms and legs. That's right. You told me. <laughs> you told me that story about talking to your family yeah, members. We'll, like, we'll, what? We'll do, that's okay. a different okay. We could actually. We could just go. I go down. So I was adopted. As it turns out, and I find my birth family down in Portsmouth. All great people. By yeah. Me. Great people. I, get, I, I, my, I'm lucky enough to have two awesome families. Yeah. That's where my wife's family's from. It's I was raised by awesome people and had an awesome family life growing up. Mm -hmm. And then I've got this birth family that they're all great people too. So I, I, I just got the best of both worlds. Um, but I go down there and we, I, I had met my mother and we go into this. I was going to meet the rest, like the other, yeah. like sort of the extended version of the family. Yeah. And there was a dude down there, awesome guy, great musician, funny guy, just really, really genuine people. And I met him for the first time. He would have been my, I don't know. Like, so it's my uncle's cousin. Mm. I don't know what that makes me, mm -hmm. you know, like something removed twice or something. Yeah. But he, uh, he comes up to me in a bar, buys me a Budweiser. <laughs> We were at the river down in Portsmouth. Ooh, yeah. And so this, you have to sort of fit. I'm a little nervous. You know, I'm meeting these people yeah, for the first time. Sure. A little out of my element. Like, yeah. And he just, everybody else had, there was a restaurant. You've been to the river? Yeah. All right. There's a restaurant that's back. Like the, like uh -huh. a lot of seating is back. Uh -huh. Everybody else goes there. Because the bar is up front. As the you bar is up front. Yeah. And he puts, he sort of puts his arm around me and lets everybody walk away. And I'm like, what, the, this guy. what yeah. the hell? Yeah. Puts his arm around me. Can I buy you a beer? I said, sure. What are you drinking? Budweiser. Figure that's the cool thing to do. Yeah, right. right? It's like you're never going to get chastised for ordering a Bud. Or a no, at least that's not the, that's the all American beer. Right. I'll yeah. take a Bud. Yeah. All right. And uh, he doesn't say. So the first words were, "Can I buy you a beer?" Uh -huh. 
Um, and there might've been a handshake and an introduction before that with everybody there. He doesn't then say, you know, nice to meet you. I'm glad you came down. I'm glad to blah, 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 blah. He just puts his arm around me and he goes, brother, what's your end scene? <laughs> <laughs> I looked at him a little bit. We knew exactly what he was talking about. I'm sure. I, I didn't at the time. Oh, really? This I never something... put two and two together okay, that okay. you can be six foot tall with a 30 inch inseam. <laughs> <laughs> so you have a 30 a, inch inseam. I have a 30 inch inseam and I'm six okay. foot tall. All right. I didn't think anything of that. I don't know if it, even now I'm like, ah, I mean, I don't know. And then afterwards, so he, what's your inseam? He said 30 and she goes, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> that's, sorry. That's just the thing. Huh? Apparently in my genetic line, there's a lot of great stuff. Music, yeah. um, Music. Nice people. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> kind. Kind, yeah. friendly, nice yeah. people, swear like sailors. Right, a lot yeah. of good stuff. Um, part of that is short legs. Yeah. All the men and the women have short legs in that clan. Yeah. And I was no different as it turns out. So I grew up, you know, when you're adopted, you grow up and you don't, there's a weirdness to it because you don't really have anybody else on the planet that you know of that looks like you, uh, that acts like you. And, you know, there's nurturing and then there's nature, nurturing, or whatever it is. But there's a distinct feeling that you don't fit. That Was it hard? Sometimes. Yeah. But it's not – But my believe me, my adoptive family is very open to it. And they were very like, yeah, we read books about adoption. They were very, but this is all back in the days of secret adoption. Now, you know, now it's different. Right. And uh, it was against the law to disclose any of this crap. Um, but you grow up with this, this sort of notion that, wait a minute, I, you know, maybe these people just don't understand me, especially when you go through those, those teenage angst, like all guys do and probably girls too. I just don't know about that. But you go through this, this, this weird teenage awkward years where you think, Nobody on the earth understands how deep and sincere and who you really are. It's like, it's a bunch of BS, right? But yeah. you go through this and it's, it's, it's even harder when you're adopted because you get to say, and I'm not even from your blood. No way you would understand. Right. Right. So right. it's more well, like, it's more like true. you get to say, it's more, you can fall back on that. Yeah. Um, and I didn't play that card, but in my head I was thinking, well, they just uh, no, no, they don't get me. Yeah. No, yeah. no wonder. Right. Yeah. Um, but you grow up not think, I didn't think anything of it that I Did had you have trouble legs. finding like. You have an awkward size when you would go by jeans? Yes. My whole life. And I just See, thought it was because I was fat. Oh, crap. And I was. Yeah. I was heavier. I struggled with that a little bit because I was tall and skinny. So I needed 34. And so 30, oh, heck, when I was in high school, maybe more like a 29, 30, 28 maybe. I mean, yeah. I was skinny in high school. Yeah. And then I was tall. So I needed Those numbers long. never worked that way. Yeah, you look at those. On the, you got them upside down. You look at those things on the jeans and it's like, I've looked through every one of these. There's nothing I can... Now I see a lot of 34s lengthwise, but right, those are so pant size 40. Here's the thing. Jeans back in the 70s and 80s were not made for dudes with my body type. Well, you've told me that forever. Like even with suits now it's and stuff hard, like that. Right? Yeah. But it's like the my body type was big hips, big ass, and big thighs and short legs. Right. So unless like, you're talking about it now, you don't. People don't 
you know what I mean? You don't like people like, look at that guy walking down the street. No, no not necessarily. <laughs> no, not I was heavier as a kid. I had, I had a, you know, I was a little bit heavier as a kid. So it was, yeah. it was more of a struggle, but even, but now like in the nineties, they started coming out with things like relaxed fit or yeah. loose fit. Yeah. Boot cut. And, all and then you read crap. the things and it says looser through the legs. We'll see what is relaxed fit for the skinny dude was regular fit for me. Okay. All right. And there's other yeah. guys out there that's got this same conundrum. So couple that with a dad who really wouldn't have understand any of this. He's like, what? Right. Just go get him jeans. I'm sitting there just embarrassed as hell because it's like <laughs> this little teenage girl and I'm, I'm a young, like sort of like maybe prepubescent, but I know enough to know that I'm embarrassed by this hot chick trying to sell me jeans that yeah. don't fit. Yeah. Right. So I had to go through all that at the old, uh, jean scene was the, was one of the stores. <laughs> and the jean scene. There was another one called like yeah. country something. I forget what that was called. You were heavier as a kid? Yeah. Do you have any nicknames? Do I give nicknames? No. 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 I don't my, think so. uh, my, my dad, I didn't know this till I was older, but my dad was a little bit heavier when he, when he was a kid and he's lost weight since then sort of fluctuated up and down like we all do. But um, they tried, this is kind of a side story, but they tried to break the Guinness world record for keeping a bicycle moving when he was a kid. So they were like, we want to break a Guinness record. And so what they did was they got 10 of their kids, friends from the neighborhood together and they kept a bicycle moving for like five days straight. Like literally at 3 a.m. they're banging on their buddy's houses, driving around the your house turn. saying, jump out the window. It's your turn to keep this damn bicycle. How'd they get moving. on? How'd they do that? They just kept her moving. So the, it was three o'clock in the morning. He's like, you ride by the side of the house and bang wherever his window was on his thing. Wake him up. He'd come out of the front of the house and then I'd get off and run beside of it. Do the and run switch. Yeah. switch. Well, they didn't tell Guinness. So they were doing it. So, it was they were doing it. so they won it and it made the paper and they're like world record. And they called Guinness and like, dude, you can't yeah, just you do can't it and just... call us and say you've done it. Yeah, they still got the name of the paper. But the story, point of the story is I've saw pictures of them back then. He was, he was a little bit chubby. And he was like, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of going back to what you said, kind of self-conscious about it. I was like, well, I don't even remember how it came up, but he's like, yeah, and the nickname. I'm like, what do you mean nickname? He's like, man, they call me Fats. Fats. Yeah. <laughs> I just sucks. started laughing. I'm like, that sucks, but oh, it's just I like, got called knowing, fat ass. knowing my dad, it's, I was like, that was, I, 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 I might be getting it wrong. It wasn't like Chubbs or something. It was, I think it was Fats, but it was like an endearing, his friends were making fun of him. Right. Just you know, fats. it's just like, hey, what, what's up, Fats? It's yeah. funny at that age. Yeah. You, you give so I much. I think it's Fats. I hope I'm not getting that wrong. So much credence to what everybody says and does. And then when you look at it, it's like, it's sort of, it's sort of a very selfish way to look at things, too. It's like to think that they really care that much about it. It's like, and if they do, who cares? But no, well, I was. Good I, it's, it's like, I don't know. I, it's I, endearing, I right? It is. It's not, yeah. it's not done in a, in a mean way. Um, right. So I was called, I mean, I got called fat ass or different things at times, but, you know, like the bullying situation or whatever that would be. Yeah. But, in the main, you know what? Here's what happened. Here's what happened. Between, I was just sort of a late bloomer. I was 5'5", five, five, my freshman year in high school. 5'5", right? five, five, freshman year, okay. Maybe 5'6". My sophomore year, I was 5'11". Wow. All Six right? inches in a year. You know what changed? My waist size. Mm. You know what didn't change? The inseam. <laughs> so group it stayed the same proportion to six inches. Yeah. Oh man. My buddy, my best friend Joe, has the same inseam. And I think he's still like five six. Oh, okay. Well he it's probably easier for him. Well he was thinking he was a skinny guy. Well, I know, but it's like 
Look, he had a that, normal proportions, right? That's so he's normal. like a yeah. 34 30 or a 32 tall, 30, whatever it would be. Right? Yeah, but it's like when you. And he was thin and he was thin, didn't have the big hips and didn't have all that stuff. But yeah. So that was it. And this guy, as I'm down in Portsmouth, my uncle, or I call him my, my cousin or whatever he is, Bobby just says, Brother, what's your end scene? 30. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's good. And, I, and I started to think about it. I was like, Is 30 short? <laughs> And then I started asking her, I was like, Joe, I come back. It's like, what's your inseam? He goes, what? It's what's your inseam? Like your gene size, 30. I'm like, hmm. So is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a little, I'm a little short. Yeah. <laughs> My legs yeah. are a little short. Yeah. But I'm six feet. Why do you say I have short arms too? Uh, it's the I don't think my arms are as short, but here's what this comes back to. We were talking about socks. Yeah. I'm we still taking, gotta do a DUI 360. Edits. We'll get to this. <laughs> I mean, I, this is good stuff. Right, I take yeah. I take my wife on a hot date, shooting sporting clays down south of Fairfield County, and uh, I show up in what is my normal attire. Yeah, ratty shorts. Mm -hmm. What are you shooting clays? An old T-shirt. There's there's a couple things about it. It's hot that day. Mm -hmm. It's a hot in, day. Uh, where we, we've gone before? Yeah, Hidden Haven. It's not there yeah. anymore. It's, it's, it's gone. Oh, really? They close that up? Yeah, I think somebody bought it and turned it into a private sportsman club or something. Oh. But, I mean, they used to do pheasant. I, I don't know what they do down there now. But you walked the, you walked the course with walked the clay the course. course. Yeah, okay. it's hot that day. Yeah, it was oh, summer. Really there and the bugs are out. The bugs were out. And I'm wearing my normal, what I consider, regular clothing, which comprises of a dirty T-shirt or old t-shirt probably my, my nicest pair of crappy shorts <laughs> socks and shoes yeah well i happened to pick that day because it was hot i knew i'd be hiking the socks that i would wear when i would exercise like get on my bicycle i used to ride uh -huh. like long road rides that's the other reason why i can't use your bike <laughs> That was designed for you. Yeah, I've given you my bicycle, <laughs> and it's too small for you. Yeah. Um, but I would wear the in my. I had the the shoes that would clip into the pedals, and I would have these socks. They were yeah. very thin. Well, they were bright clown red. The ones you're wearing to shoot. The ones I was wearing to okay. shoot. She still tells this story because we were talking about they, socks, and they're pulled up. Oh, they're they're footies. Okay, and they got like a little, uh, <laughs> you know, like a little fancy design around the rim of the footie. <laughs> And she, I just saw this look in her eyes. Like, this is when you're like, you're dating somebody. She didn't notice when you got in the car. I guess not. And okay. I get out of the car at the, in the parking lot and she's, I just, she just looks at me. <laughs> I was like, what are you, I, Ooh, nice socks. And I'm just like, wait, you don't like these? <laughs> well, she had this situation going on with all her friends for years. It's like, she can never find a guy cause she always found a fatal flaw with either his socks or his shoes. And I was like, well, you picked the wrong man, honey, because I don't have fancy socks, and I sure as hell don't have fancy socks. A fatal shoes. flaw for her was socks or shoes. Yeah. She's like, look at his socks. I mean, look at his shoes. And I'm just like, I never thought about my shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, what? They don't match? What? I mean, what are shoes are supposed to match? Anyway. I got the same thing, man, though. So it, this is this was my back to my boringness. Went shopping with the wife at TJ Maxx last night. Yeah. And checked out all the stuff. Found a lot of joy in that. Thought to myself, I can't wait. Till 5 a.m. tomorrow when I get to wake up, go to the office, and talk about field sobriety testing. Yeah. OBI. Yeah. So we've spent 20 minutes not talking about field sobriety testing. Well, the episode will 
it'll identify that we are going to eventually talk about it and then they get to hear our but we have an option now we could cut this off and say like part a one almost discussed <laughs> would that piss people off almost discussed yeah. we can call it the introductory almost discussion of the one like stand test what so do you think i don't know keep going don't what are we shooting for episode time-wise? I never know. Because right now we're 20 minutes. You know, they all shake out to be about 50 minutes to an hour. Okay. That maybe is too long anyway. Well, we're going to talk about uh, – All right. Here's what we're going to do. Age, weight. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about that. We are going to almost talk – and this is you – know, all right. This is relevant because body type, individualism – I can't believe it, but somehow um, we found see how I a do connection. That? I like that's it. years of being ADHD That's why he and starts out. With this is lawyer talk, and I'm going to drive this train. <laughs> All right, I'm driving this bus right down the middle. This is absolutely relevant. All right, so here's why this is relevant. We are going to get to in the next episode the final standardized field sobriety test. But for now, I think we ought to cover a topic here because we we sort of hinted on this last time. And this is DUI 360. This is discussions about DUI, giving you the 360 degree insight into OVIs, DUIs, drunk driving, whatever you want to call it. And we started, we're doing this field sobriety testing thing. And if you've missed the big question, which is don't take the breath test if you don't have to, uh, the bigger question, but yet smaller, don't take field sobriety tests if you don't have to. And you have already decided that you're going to violate the bigger question and you're taking field sobriety tests. We're here to help and tell you what exactly it's all about and what they're looking for. Um, you might even hear some lawyer tips along the way, but before we even get there, these field sobriety tests, there is a NHTSA manual, this national traffic highway safety, whatever it is for that the federal government has put out and trained cops on. Anybody has access to this manual. Anybody yeah. can get it. It's a public record. The federal government has it. You have paid for it. If you're paying taxes, if you're not paying taxes, they don't know that. And they still think you've paid for it. So you can get it. It's probably pulled up online somewhere. If you Google it, and if you Google it, you'll find it scanned in. And officers have to go to some version of OPATA, Super the Ohio school. Peace Officer Training Academy, some school, and they are required periodically to get updates on this. And they most inevitably have been trained on the techniques of alcohol detection that are outlined in this very thorough manual. The problem with the manual, from their perspective, is we get it too. And whenever you write something down, <laughs> we get it too. Whenever you write something down on how you're supposed to do it, it is impossible to get it right because we're all human. Just like these tests, when you go perform them, you ain't going to do it right because you're human. They ain't going to do it right because they're human. So we've got this big pool of mistakes. Now, they grade. They're, they're the ones with the pen and the red, pe or the red pencil. Mm -hmm. So they got the advantage. You're the one drunk. You have a disadvantage. You're the one about to lose your liberty. Your world is crashing down. You're, you can't go home to your girl, all the stuff we've talked about. Mm -hmm. But here's what's interesting about this manual. It actually outlines some things they learned in their testing. And I guess what happened is they did it. There was probably a, uh, I don't know, what do they call it? Uh, I'm trying to think what area of science is. They probably hired research. folks, research people, um, yes, sociology. is probably a sociology type person who is trained to do studies, double blind stuff bring in people, note results, and yeah. statistically record it. It's almost like, it's like a huge case study probably of right. drunk people, semi-drunk people, sober people, and 
controlled as much as they could yeah. based on body type, body weight. Controlled. Um, you know, we ought to, we ought to really dig in to see what really went into these tests. Make a note yeah. of that. All right. Yeah. Note Make it. a note. Or is it? I'll write it here on this. Uh, sure. What is this? This is a chocolate chip cookie recipe sitting here. Which is relevant because that will <laughs> so add you weight. Can all, you can make it all relevant. That will add weight to your yeah. body. Yeah. So hold on. Here's the check. Yeah. I hope they can hear that. They can. All uh, right. So here's what it is. Part of that study, they learned a couple things about a couple things. And it wasn't just how to do the tests. It was certain conditions. Certain things, certain individuals just didn't perform well, and it wasn't relevant at all to alcohol consumption or impairment. Guess what it might be? Guess what it might be? Yeah. Your age. Your age. If you're too old. Yeah. If you have a 30-inch inseam. 30-inch inseam. Oh, wait, that's not in there. <laughs> 30 I probably have an advantage. If you're from Actually, a, if you're from a lower yeah. center of gravity. Right. So you got so help you with those carnival games too. The lower, I keep low to pie. I'm a kid in a man's body or a man in a kid's body. You've got a certain age group over 65, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it's weird because this is like towards the the back they, of the man. It's like it's almost like a footnote. They bury it in the back. They it talk says, to you about like conditions, like looking at say? the roadway. Well, Read, read the 65 thing. So here's what it says. The original research indicated that certain individuals over 65 years of age, back, leg, or middle ear problems, or people who are overweight by 50 or more pounds have difficulty performing this test. Now, this is right, which, as opposed to the, the one-leg stand. Um, but I think it can. I use it in everything. Individuals wearing heels more than two inches high should be given the opportunity to remove their shoes. And I think... The exact same language can be found at the end of the walk and turn as well. All right. So let's go through those. What's the first one? It says individuals. uh, Individuals over 65 years of age. Over 65. Who else? Um, Back, leg, or middle ear problems. Okay. So I'm going to call it back leg as number two. So back leg. I'm going to say middle ear problems. Okay. What else? Man, that's really written written weird there. Um, overweight by 50 or more pounds, 50 plus. Now are we on this? We're going to have to get to this because it's like, look, what used to be overweight doesn't really seem overweight anymore, but let's keep going. So five, um, individuals wearing heels more than two inches high. So you've got the F me pumps on two inches high. Yeah. And there's plenty. I I know some guys that are just shorter guys, and they buy these like dress shoes that have a big. I don't know if it's two inches, but they two inches. They have, have a short big heel dudes to wear them. big heels. Oh, Ashley yeah. Bailey wore big. Oh, he still sure. wears big heels. Yeah. Sammy Davis had one leg shorter than the other. Did he really? I think he did. Didn't had, know that. had a big heel on one side. Yeah. There you go. I think he did. We had to Google that. Yes, it is. And I was just I was just double checking. So the end of the. Walk and turn test has the same exact language. All right. So here's the, here's the takeaway before we even start taking anything away. These studies that have become the gold standard bake into their very reliability criteria that is often ignored and very common in individuals who are going to be charged and asked to do these tests. Mm-hmm. I've had plenty of clients over the age of 65 who have been asked to do these tests. I have had plenty of clients who have back problems. Think about this. I mean, think about this. Many people. Look, I got back issues. I know my, one of my best friends, Smitty, 
He's got some back issues from years ago. One of my other best friends, Glenn, accountant, back issues. Had a couple surgeries on his back. Um, And they don't really define in here what a back issue is. But it comes right out and says, for all those things we just listed, you got a, you got a pad full of paper. You got five things I can see right now. It's like five, and I combined two back and leg, so it's really six. So leg issues. Had, this is this is I'm from the research. Combine. I'm going to call it two point one research. So let's just let's just break this down. Research indicated, and then let's jump ahead. For all those things, had difficulty performing these tests. That's the walk and turn test and the one leg stand test, which we haven't got into detail, and, and we will. But I think this is a nice sort of the cream between the two Oreo cookies. It's yep. like, this is, this is important because it comes right in and tells them if you got a back problem or you got an inner problem or you're over 65, they're going to have difficulty doing this test. That's what all our research shows. Right. So imagine the now, but inf- we've all seen in the discovery when we read the police report, <laughs> it <laughs> says, Oh, well could be impairment, but Hey, the research shows the research shows yeah, it may not be like, right. No, no. So here's, that. here's the thing. Now that we have the informed lawyer talk, off the record, but on the air, podcast listeners. Now that we have those, they will be able to volunteer certain information to police officers on the side of the road and say, I would prefer not to take these standardized field sobriety testing Mm -hmm. because I'm familiar with NHTSA and I'm familiar with the NHTSA (laughs) manual. And that awesome lawyer, Jeff Lynn said, the NHTSA manual advises that certain people have difficulty with these tests. And guess what, trooper? I got a back problem. I or used let's to, just say anybody that's listening that's 66 years old. I'm 66. What if you say, no, I can't take this test because the, the manual says I, I'm over 65. I'm over 65, so, you know. They, I, oh, that'd be awesome. I don't man. want to take a chance. Yeah. What would they say to that? <laughs> or I've got this ear infection. Or I've got Meniere. I know I have a couple of good friends that have Meniere's disease. What is that? It's a inner ear problem. It okay. causes balance issues. So vertigo and things like that. Yeah, you okay. bet. I mean, guys are laying on the ground with vertigo. Um Oh, 50 pounds overweight. I'm probably 50 pounds overweight. If you look at what, yeah, you look at what my, you go to the, the, what my ideal weight is, it's probably like a buck 75. I'm not 50 pounds over that, but it's probably, but I have been many times. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. So look, I'm 200, 210. So if I'm supposed to be 175 pounds, I don't look like I'm overweight. But I probably am if you look at the right. – or if you're a gal wearing two-inch heels. Now, this is the tricky. They give you the option to take off your heels. But their research is showing that the heels can cause problems. They only give you the option. They don't have you take off their heels because they're in a catch-22. Yeah. Because if they tell you to take off your heels, now you're walking barefoot in the snow. You can't do that. Yeah. Or on gravel or on this. So you're, you're – Given the opportunity. Given the opportunity. So what you should do maybe if you're a gal wearing heels is like – it's like the downtown girls who have to walk six blocks to the courthouse. They put on tennis shoes to get to their cars and uh, they put on their heels when they get to the office. Yeah, So you need to keep your field sobriety shoes with you in your car, right? right? Excuse me. I'm going to put on my – I got my field sobriety. Yeah, I'm going to put on my flat tennis shoes. I'm going to put on my Vans. Um, So – these are things that you're – here's what I've – what's your experience with these? all this stuff? I, if, it, if it applies, I, I make, a, make a point to talk about it. Um, I don't – the response I, I usually get from officers is, yeah, I took it into account, but 
Yeah, I mean, it, it was clear based on everything else in this performance that he was under the influence of alcohol. They just sort of whitewash it. What a bunch of BS. Yeah. This, this, this one actually pisses me off. Look, I love police officers. I love it. I, I mean, I think they're doing an awesome job. They go, they're, they're fighting a good fight. Um, and we play this cat and mouse game with them, uh, on these DUIs, but mm-hmm. th- the way they're trained on this bugs me and the way, the way, cause I don't blame the individual officer. I blame the training you've got baked into this unreliable results when all these things or any one of these things exist, mm-hmm. yet it isn't quantified. They're not instructed on how to There's work, an or, so how to, multiple. how to, how to calculate yeah. uh, the deviation from it. It's just there. There's, and even if people, t- I've had so many people say, well, look, I've had two knee surgeries. I used to play football. That's a leg problem, right? Well, do you yeah. think you can do these tests anyway? I don't know. I'll try. Well, nobody ever says, well, we're not going to count this against you because you just tried to do the best you could. It doesn't work that way. Um, so on the one hand, then they'll just say, like you said, well, he appeared drunk. So on the one hand, then they'll ignore the clues and say, he just looked drunk. Yeah. But yeah. if we try to do that and say, ignore the clues and he looks sober, we don't get that advantage. Yeah. This is, this is something that we as lawyers need to exploit more. Gosh, the more I think about this, the more it upsets me. So I've got a guy next time I got somebody that's got one of these problems. I'm going all in. And it's almost like there's a, there's a response that's very reasonable from the officers that's just say, yeah, I took it into account. It very well be that some of these mistakes were made because of a back problem. But this is the, how do you know? It could know? also be this is the, how impaired. do you know? That's when you go back to the to- totality. This is where, how do you know? You have to say, listen, you're trained to do it their way for very precise scientific reasons. Smart researchers did studies, smart researchers looked at these things. Smart researchers took notes so they could tell you what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. And if you don't do it the way they did it, then you're not matching their research and the results aren't reliable. And if results aren't reliable, then convictions aren't reliable. And if convictions aren't reliable, the whole system gets turned on its head. And they're warning you out of their notes, look yeah. for these things because it says those that here. five things could so when, be an issue. when you ask this dude, do you have any problems? And he said, look, I'm 65. I got a back problem and my knees hurt. Like that's three out of six of those suckers that would indicate he might not be able to do these things for reasons that have nothing to do with alcohol, nothing at all to do with alcohol. So what do you do? You did it anyway. And you're in here counting it against him. And I noticed, let me just point something out trooper while the jury's here, while the prosecutor's here and while his or her honor is listening. This you didn't tell us on direct examination when you were explaining to these folks how awful my client did on field sobriety tests. Mm-hmm. I don't recall hearing you say, well, he's 65, so we have to factor that in. Or, well, he's 50 pounds overweight, so we should factor that in. Or he is this. And I, I noted that, and we at least had to give it a fair look. You didn't say any of that left on your own then with questioning by the almighty powerful state of Ohio representative. Mm. These folks wouldn't know that. What do they say to that? They wouldn't know. Nope. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. Yeah. They would be left with only that half of the story that you're trained to look for these things, that you're trained that these things yeah. can cause unreliable results, that this guy has all these problems and so advised you. You didn't even write it down. You talked about totality of circumstances. Where, pray tell, does that fit into the totality of the circumstances of this case? Mm -hmm. Where does it fit? Because you said, well, we looked at everything. You didn't write this down. Mm -hmm. 
didn't, didn't take tell that them into consideration. That. So yeah. I don't. I didn't hear any consideration of that. Or that's just one of those where, yeah, I'll see if they bring it up, and then I'll explain myself. Yeah, yeah. That, yep, that's what's going on. I'm fired up again. It's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Uh, all right. So this, I think, is a good segue or middle of the. This is like intermission and then DUI three sixty dash part whatever dash field sobriety testing one oh one walk the line talk the talk pass the eye test gaze into the horizon um understand that when you're on the side of the road and you've already screwed up the HGN and you've already Which taken you don't know you don't know right but yeah. you, trust me you have yeah You've already screwed up the walk and turn because you didn't know that he really, really meant you had to take that weird little, little pivot turn. Series of You did it in Mary steps. Lou Retton. Yep. He wanted you to do it the a other one, way. A two, a three, yeah. a four, a five. You're about to rock and roll with the boss. Anyway, you've got you've, – you've done these things. You had the option to say, but wait, I'm fat. But wait, I got a crappy back. But wait, I got the stripper heels on. I want to take them off and put on my tenny runners. <laughs> tenny runners. Right? You could do all that stuff. Can. Was it, should I say stripper heels? That can be offensive. No. All right. This is explicit podcast. Uh, this is. All right. I wanted to appeal to both men and women. I'm not being gender biased. I hope no, by that. No, no, no. I mean, look, there's guy strippers. They just don't wear heels. Yeah, they wear the banana boat little. I mean, with all due respect, the guy stripper clothing is awful. <laughs> it's very minimal. Chipmunk, the it'd, be, it'd be a cheap. It'd probably be a cheap, cheap uh, job for as far as clothing goes. I guess you don't have to have all no, kinds of outfits. The, I'll bet you the chipmunk. Everyone outfit I see expensive. is just the just the bow tie and then the then the a vest, whatever it's called. Probably a vest. What's it called? Banana boat or the banana monkey hanger, hanger or whatever. Banana hanger, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible things. Well, at least it made fun of men and women. Uh, it really shows. It really accentuates how short your legs are when you wear those things. Oh, Trust I bet. me. Right? I bet. Trust me. Yeah. Um, I got one. It's like a Santa one. I, never mind. What, um, a Speedo? I don't have one. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever had one on even. A Speedo? Yeah. Oh, I've had a Speedo on. Uh, not I. Yeah. Not I. All right. So you have that option, and it's not a bad option. In fact, maybe a really good option to recognize that before you get in this situation and that would give you a reason to politely say, I'm familiar with your research trooper mm -hmm. or at least the research of the federal government. I've never government. seen that done, but that is very, are you familiar with the research performed by the temp, by the federal government? Yeah. Well, it says that people with the back injuries like I have are maybe yeah. not perform well. So I yeah. better not, I, I better not take a chance. Yeah. Let's do I've something. I've never seen a, that kind of stuff. Let's I, do something I else. Had, I have had nurses and things like that. Talk about the HGN. Mm -hmm. They'll go, they'll start it. And they're like, what are you, you looking for HGN? I've heard people comment like, like that before. Yeah. So they know, they know, yeah, they know some of it, but I've yeah. never heard that. And that's a very, I mean, that's a very thought out response to right. it. You say, well, very I don't really well. want to do that. Cause like, if I said it, I don't want to do that. If I had a stroke, they're like, yeah, right, buddy, get on the line. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, exactly. they don't even want to believe you. Stroke smoke. Yeah. yeah no, that's a very thought out. I'll, well note, I'll note that in my report. Yeah. Overruled. I'll note cousin. that in my report in his face. He's sitting there like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, got I, got I got this I got one. this one. I got this one. Overruled. That's a, that is the yeah. life of a defense lawyer right there. Yeah. Um, so keep this in your back pocket. Write these things down. Let's everybody pull out their pencil, pull over if you're, if you're driving, and write down the following. Over 65. Check. Number two, back injuries or problems. Check. 
Number three, leg problems. Unspecified. We all got those. Mm -hmm. I had a blood clot in my leg one time. Jack. Yeah. Middle ear problem. I know of one, Meniere's, maybe an ear infection. I got, I had just got over what I thought was my own self-diagnosed ear infection. I had my pain on the side of my head and my ear was a little sore. Check. Oh, you had it. Wow. Did they give you meds for it? No, I didn't go. I just it went away. Um, <laughs> 50. Just rub some dirt on it. 50 plus pounds overweight. Everybody go check. 50 plus. Like the 50 uh, year old outdated. I think when I did my last check. Ideal weight. I was a little, and I don't. I mean, I am. It doesn't take much to be 50 pounds much. over what, right? Yeah. It doesn't. If you look at your ideal weight on the old chart, it's like, man, <laughs> I don't know who that's for, but it ain't yeah. me. Right? Yeah. That's for guys with the skinny legs. Right. Right. Um, two inch heels. Check. They're only going to give you the option to take those off, but there's no good other option. So you either get to do it barefoot or you've yeah. got to find another pair of shoes in your car that you didn't bring. You ever ran out to the mailbox before to grab the mail in your bare feet? It sucks. It sucks. Right. You're walking through a minefield. What if there's like, a oh. small pebble? Yeah. How yeah. does the officer know there's not a small pebble on yeah. the imaginary line? <laughs> Can you imagine doing the third step? Ah! Wow, that hurt. <laughs> Can I start over again? Or maybe if you're wearing a heel. Wait say, a minute. Is that a clue? I'll take mine off. You take yours off. Yeah, we'll right. do it together barefoot. Let's oh, see. Yeah. So if you, you didn't do your demonstration, yeah, you got to do it barefoot. Right. You yeah. do yours. If you yeah. can do it barefoot, I'll do it barefoot. Otherwise, you got to put on heels. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so write all those things down and keep them in your back pocket. And maybe that's just one of these. My lawyer is Jeff Lynn. Here's his card. And on the back are all the reasons I'm not going to do your field sobriety test. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do that. Uh, you just but, print something like that. Uh, yeah, print some. I am not into that stuff. I think everybody, you can't, you, uh, that stuff seems contrived. But anyway, you have the right, the ability, and every reason to say no to field sobriety tests if you've got those. And I'll give you another secret. You have every right and the ability and every reason not to take field sobriety tests, even if you don't have any of those. Yeah. Just say, I want to talk to Jeff before I do anything. Or yep. Bill. They can call me too. Or, or the Palmer. They can call me too. The Palms. Um, all right. So that is uh, the FST. That's field, field Sobriety Test. Standardized FST. Standardized Field Sobriety Test interlude that has everything to do with body type, age, leg length, <laughs> ear problems, heel issues, back and leg problems. And every other good thing that you can think of not to do a field sobriety test. And with that, we are Lawyer Talk. Stay tuned for part 2A or 3A, Six, whatever 65. we call it, part, part whatever next, uh, dealing with the ever, ever impossible one-leg stand test. So Lawyer Talk, off the record but on the air, DUI 360 until now.